0: Welcome to Now Know It All, the podcast about National Novel Writing Month. Today is November 25th, and you should be at 41,666 words. I'm Carolyn.
1: I'm Ariane. How are you? I'm fantastic. How are you?
0: I'm good. Tell me about your projects.
1: Well, I'm doing NaNo in maybe an unusual way. I'm co-writing. I have two different projects with two different friends that I'm writing with. And one of them, they're both urban fantasy. One is immortal werewolves hunting vampires as police officers. And one is like a fancy, mysterious, specific Northwest town where every kind of critter roams. So we've got angels and demons and fae and shifters and everything in between. So how does co-writing work? Well, there's no set rule, but for both of the projects that I'm working on, um, we have divided characters and sort of minor characters as well. And we each kind of control those characters and write chapters in the voice of the characters of the moment. And it's a really fun mix because we plan ahead. We have overall plot, features outlined. um, but at the same time, you don't know exactly what's going to happen in a scene, which for me is really motivating to continue because there's some suspense in it.
0: And how are you counting your words? Is it the total words or the total you write?
1: For me, it's the total words because we surpassed it a long time ago. So for each of my projects, we've hit about 200,000 words. Um, When you're writing with a partner, things just move much more quickly. And if I were concerned about hitting the total, then I think I would have counted mine individually. But even if I wrote, you know, 25%, that's still a 50k. So I feel good about it. Cool. Yeah. How
0: do you find your writing partners?
1: That's a great question. It can be really hard. It's hard to find writing partners that stick. One of them I found on Reddit, on a board looking for writing partners. There's many of them, and I'm happy to send links after if that's helpful. Uh, And the other I found on Discord, which is this like gaming. Do you have Discord? It's like a gaming chat platform.
0: I know of Discord.
1: Yeah, I was really scared of it because I I thought I was like an old Luddite who couldn't adopt new technologies anymore. But then I got on, and there's a lot of really cool people in writing communities to join, and I found my second partner there.
0: And what makes them good partners? Talk about how great they are.
1: (laughs) Well, it's going to vary tremendously from partner to partner, and I've had dozens in between that didn't stick. Then maybe we'd start writing a chapter and just obviously wasn't going to work. But for me, Um, The most important thing is a similarity in style, Um, writing in third person, writing in past tense, um, sort of enjoying that quirky otherworldly side of world building and a very similar match in terms of frequency. So both of my partners like to write every day and we enjoy writing similar lengths. Um If there's a mismatch there, it can get pretty frustrating pretty quickly. So I think that that is a often overlooked quality in a writing partner um, pace.
0: Mm-hmm. That's that's my problem with having a writing
1: partner. I'm too slow. <laughs> no, I don't think that it's you're too slow. You write very quickly. you're perfectly on course with Nano. I think you just prefer writing solo, and people always write more quickly when they're into their project.
0: So we're going to take a break now. And if you have not reached your goal of over 40K, go write 500 words and then come back and we'll still be here.
1: Enjoy. Good luck. And we're back.
0: What are your plans after Nano?
1: Sure. So Again, this is an unconventional nano project, so we're not really looking to turn this into a book right away, I'm not sure if ever. For me, I'm coming off of about six years of really intense writer's block, and it's really important to me that this project not have a looming production deadline to it, Mm -hmm. that as I'm writing, I'm able to just let go and have fun. And if I thought, okay, I'm gonna have to convert this into a book, I think that would seriously harm my, my process right now. <laughs> so after NaNo, we're just going to keep going as we are and write hundreds of thousands of more words, I hope. Um, maybe someday that we'll find like a crystal in there that we want to make into a compact novel. But for now, the plan is just continue. That's so cool. Can the story just unwind forever? It could, especially if you're willing to add more and more characters. In one of the projects I'm working on, we each write, I think, eight different characters at this point. So it's like a really busy town with lots going on and the plots interweave. And we'll work on, you know, two characters together for four weeks. And then by the time we're finished with that little mini plot, we haven't even touched on the other characters for a month. So it's really fun and exciting to see what they're up to. Uh, so, yeah, it can go on forever. I know partners who've written together for years and years. I had a partner. We wrote together for about four years. Um, so, yeah, it can go on until you die. <laughs> so I had an issue a couple days ago
0: where I accidentally deleted 3K words.
1: Oh, no. And...
0: It's not that bad. I can rewrite it without too much trouble. I just feel a little skittish now to write yeah. cuz I might delete it again. Well, I I selected it all so that I could copy it into a Word file and instead of copying, I just typed the letter C and then I had the letter C in a document and I couldn't, you couldn't undo. control Z? How no. You control Z? I, I don't know.
1: What kind of document was it?
0: Um, I was writing online on For the Words. Oh,
1: For the Words, right. And they don't have a restore feature there?
0: They don't have a restore, but I talked to the devs, and they're going to see if there's been a...
1: Like a cache?
0: Yeah, if there's a cache.
1: Well, I hope there is. I've had that happen, and it's really hard, and I never managed to feel like I really recapture it the second time. Yeah,
0: I was really proud of what I'd done, too, which is what the part that gets me if I didn't care. Yeah, wouldn't be an issue. Oof.
1: Oof. Sometimes I kind of do that when I'm going over dialogue in my head and maybe I'm walking the dog and I say it out loud like a crazy person. Mm -hmm. And as I'm saying it, I'm like, wow, this is amazing. This is a (sighs) really like tight spitfire scene. And then I go home to write it down and it, it's not nearly as good. And I don't know if it's just like the the drunk middle of the night note-taking where something makes sense and then in the morning it doesn't, or if it's just I really kind of wasted the energy on that run-through. And when I try to recapture it, it's gone. I do that too. Mm. I
0: feel like it's a lot that I just, it's not as good as I think it's going to be. Because I always Is think it's going to be just majesty
1: All of the time. But isn't it equally possible that when you think it through the first time, it is majesty? And there's something about that fresh spontaneity that is amazing that is so hard to recapture on like a rehearsal. I think maybe if someone else
0: read it for the first time, Mm. they would think it had majesty.
1: Well, I think everything you write has majesty. So I have to agree with that. Uh, assessment. But I I just don't think it has majesty because I've heard it before. It's just the worst thing about writing. You just really can't get an impression of your own work ever. It's like painting something in a dark room. (laughs) Like, does it look good?
0: I have no idea. So how do you find people who will tell you if it's good or not? Do your writing partners tell you?
1: Traditionally, yes. Right now, no, because we're not in a quality uh, setting. (laughs) We're in a, wow, that was so fun setting. So my partners will tell me like, wow, great chapter. Uh, I laughed really hard. Or I'm really excited to see what happens next. But they're not talking about the actual quality of my writing. And I identify a lot of things I'm doing in my writing. Like sentence structures all the same. Ten sentences in a row. Or, I, I don't know, my characters shrug a lot. They're compulsive shruggers. And if I cared about quality, I would go through and change that. But since I'm just writing for fun, I'm like, you know what? They can shrug all the time. And if that's what's fun, then I'm going to let that happen. And I use all kinds of ridiculous vocabulary that I would never use if I wanted someone to actually pay for my work. But I guess writing partners could tell you. But alternatively, you can just find a critique partner who you actually respect. And for me, that's always been you. And since I love your writing so much and I respect your writing so much, I figure that feedback you give me would be accurate. But who knows? There's no way of really knowing. It's an act of faith, writing and all creating. Can I make a recommendation? Yes. So the reason that I started writing with partners again is that I was listening to a podcast called Read Me Romance which is these four American women. I think they're all from the South. Many of them have these really thick Southern accents that are oh, amazing. Yeah. And the first half, they're talking about their lives, which are hilarious. Everything they do is funny. It's like going through the drive through or collecting their dry cleaning or anything. And they make it hilarious. And then the second half, they read a romance novella, like a piece of one. And at the end of the week, you get the whole thing. And it's super smutty and sex positive and just raunchy as hell. And I always laugh out loud and blush on the bus because I listen on the bus. And it's fabulous. Highly recommend. But they talk a lot in that podcast about co-writing because two of the writers are partners. And they write their romance novels together and how motivating it is and how fun and how encouraging and how it just flows and sparks and how they're always talking about it and laughing and giggling together. And I think one of them has traditionally published two novels. And then in the time that it took to publish those two, she and her partner wrote another 20 more that they (laughs) self-published. And I listened to that and I just thought, that sounds fun. That's the kind of writing that I miss, just getting lost in it, just going for it. And that's when I started looking for writing partners again. Um, so I, I definitely recommend both that podcast and also giving writing with a partner a try, especially if you do have writer's block and you just need that motivation to keep going, to, to not self-edit. Because one consequence of writing with a partner, good and bad, is that it's very hard to go back back and change things once you've written because they've stacked their own vision on top of it. So it's kind of just out there. And that means it could make it harder if you're trying to publish. But on the other hand, you can't spend all your time beating yourself up and thinking about how much something sucks because it just doesn't matter. There's already been consequences to what you've written and you just got to move forward. That's so interesting. Yeah. Highly recommend. But I know that you've had really different experiences of writing with a partner. Um, And I'm sure people would also be interested in hearing the other side of things. And I won't take offense. I think
0: my issue is that I have so many projects happening that adding anything just has to, has to get into the queue. Mm
1: -hmm. And that's
0: always really frustrating for everybody.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I think the other part is that I have trouble like creating consequences in scenes. What do you mean? So a lot of times I'll I'll write a scene and I'm like, "Oh wow, nothing happened for my partner to go off of."
1: <laughs> I never felt that way about your writing.
0: I have a lot.
1: I've been like, "What?
0: Where where, where is this going? What's happening?" <laughs> I think I'm a little too persnickety
1: to... Well, then maybe it could be good for you.
0: It could be. It probably would be. That sounds awesome.
1: I'm I'm waiting in the back of your queue when you're ready. (laughs) But meanwhile, I actually think one of the charms of your writing are the low tension scenes. I think you write these incredible character portraits where I find them doing the most mundane things to be incredibly interesting because it's so relatable. It's like all the little details you put in and the habits and the fleeting thoughts or impressions on characters of the world around them that make them so alive. And I'm just totally addicted. I could read about some of your characters, like staring off into space and (laughs) picking, picking at the soles of their shoes and I'd find it very interesting. Uh, So I wouldn't sell yourself short on that. You don't rush to the tension to cover up that you don't know how to actually do characterization. You really, really characterize.
0: I wonder if maybe that's it, is that I want to take a long time and do very low stakes stuff, but I have to give a partner something to work with?
1: Well, then you need to find a partner that loves low stakes.
0: Yeah, probably.
1: Who that knows? totally exists. I could do low stakes with you, but I'm not <laughs> trying to turn this into me chasing you down. There's actually a whole ton of people out there looking for partners to write Slice of Life with, which I typically avoid because I'm just like, so what happens in it? <laughs> but there are so many people who want that. I remember with one prospective partner, I was like, okay, so what if my character is like a spy and my character is trying to break into a museum to get this artifact? And this prospective partner said, I was thinking maybe they could be colleagues in an office. (laughs) And I was like, that's my life every day. I'm not going to write that. I'm not going to write my character staring at your character over the stapler. But that's honestly what they wanted. And a lot of people do. That's so funny. It's what people want. So you're not alone. Okay. Well, thank you for talking with me. It's been a pleasure. Thank you for having me. Where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter, Ariane Mandel. And you can find me on Instagram. Dogs of Snuggle Town, where I profile foster dogs. I've had 23 so far, and their heroic adventures towards their forever homes.
0: She's amazing at getting them forever
1: homes. I Much think it's better at that cute. than I am at writing. <laughs> no, it's because they're cute. Come on. They I don't know. <laughs> Dogs are the best.
0: You can find me at Carrie in the Hits on Twitter and on the Nano website. And at 20percenttrue.blogspot.com, that's my blog. And happy writing. If you're not happy
1: those things, then honestly, what are you doing with yourself? <laughs> happy writing. Happy writing.